Welcome to another podcast of Demystifying Gay Porn. I am your host, I.K. Grande. And um, basically for the past 12 years, whether you know it or not, I've helped you get off. That's the way I like to start my show. Um, and then give you a little bit of a, a tidbit of um, something I've learned from the past 12 years uh, working in the gay porn industry as a producer, an editor, a director. Uh, so today, I guess I can tell you a little bit about um, the first time that, oh, let's see. <laughs> All right. So uh, I can tell you a little bit about the first time I ever saw uh, fisting porn. Um, uh, so the first time I saw fisting porn uh, was a title by a European studio that we eventually acquired under Dark Alley called uh, Prime Pork. And the, the video was called Fisting, Flogging, and Fucking, uh, Triple F. And, uh, they gave it to me when I, when I came in for the first week to work. And they were like, here, cut a trailer. Owen Hawk says to me. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want in the trailer? And he said, basically take all of the most disgusting parts in the trailer or in the movie and put them in the trailer. And, um, and I did that, and it's one of the more um, ambitious trailers that uh, I've done for Dark Alley Rafa Club. Uh, I really just wanted, you know, it, it was it was still 2007, and it was still one of those moments or uh, a time where everybody wasn't pumping out gay porn or porn in general every other single day. So you were able to focus on projects a little more, uh, kind of put a little flair into it. Nowadays, uh, or even up until, you know, the end of, of my time with Dark Alley, um, we were releasing four movies a month. So it was really, really interesting to try to get all that stuff all, uh, all done at a certain time. So if, if you're interested in fisting porn, uh, check out Triple F. I'm not sure if they sell it anymore, but it's on the Dark Alley website. Uh, even just check out the trailer, or maybe I'll just put it up on Twitter. How about that? Uh, so, uh, again, my name is IK Grande, and this is Demystifying Gay Porn Podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me. Follow me. How about that? I'll make sure that you get a lot of interesting stuff. So, my guest this week is a porn industry legend uh i i have to say um he's been in the industry for 12 years now um he just started his own studio a year and a half ago called fuck champ robinson it's uh it's hot stuff uh and i know because i've been uh, a part of it for a little bit i've been able to see uh, a couple of the uh the videos and i've been able to direct a couple of them and one of them was called uh who's my baby daddy which is amazing it's a uh, seven man uh gangbang on Joel someone uh and it's it's quite funny uh it's quite cool too uh i think everybody had a good time so uh without further ado uh champ robinson how are you today i'm doing well how are you i'm doing very well thank you so much for uh for agreeing to do this um i i have nothing but respect for you because you are probably the nicest I've met a lot of nice people. I've met a lot of nice porn stars. You are probably the nicest porn star I've ever met from the beginning to uh, up until, well, up until now <laughs> working together. Um, so how is, first question I want to ask you is how is jumping from being a model in front of the camera to running your own studio? 
Well, first of all, like thank you for having me uh, and and doing this interview. So, actually, it's a, it's a big change. It's uh, yeah, much more in depth than what I thought it was because uh, you go and being a model, you do your thing. You well, you actually you fuck and you uh, get paid and you go home and and everything's left back to the guys behind the studio, which you have much more respect for now and understand the the longevity, the hours, the time, and, and the uh, mental capacity it has on the body because you gotta you gotta keep everything up you gotta worry about the paperwork uh the setting up the stage getting models to come in people that fall out and you gotta worry about paying everybody make sure everything's going in and everything is going um smoothly and you and plus you got the editing part of everything so yeah it's much more strenuous than what people think it is it's not just like uh come in and 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 go home no it, it's it's a continuous job okay. it does it that like when you if you do an hour shoot it's like many more hours beyond that believe mm-hmm. me so yes it, it is a very different different world than just being a model in front of the camera so if you guys think about come behind the scenes yeah it, it's work so yeah it's not just a little pit and go if you want to put out good material yeah it takes it's time um consuming and once the well product is done when the product is finished and done it's well worth it so yeah and i like the aspects of getting into this field and understanding um behind the scenes so yes people think like i said i'm just reiterating people think it's just um a get and go but if you want good quality product it's a job and and full-time job it it definitely is (laughs) it's 24 7 so yes so you followed um you followed me around for about Two years, yes, doing production assistance. Uh, you got a little bit of a taste of of what it is like to put together uh, a gay porn shoot, correct? Uh, from casting and everything. Do you think after that you were pretty well prepped um, when it came to when it came down to starting your own studio? Did did was the information enough, basically? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, you are an instrument, and and, and I learned with you because you have patience, and you and you uh, let people do things and learn things themselves and get things together, even though you're in the hand. Because I mean, I looked at you as a crutch. Because I mean, you knew what you're doing, and you and uh, and you're my mentor. So you still are my mentor. I look at you for a lot. You you help out in a great deal, and your advice and your um, knowledge is well welcome, and I thank you for that. So yeah. Um, it did get me prepared somewhat, following you around, but after that, I had to do hands-on. It was much more mm-hmm. still uh, falling because, you know, I'm like, I'm saying, like I, like, I got all the models and then, like, five drop out. You had to go find five more. So I'm like, oh, my. And, I'm, you know, me, I'm like um, running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to get production going together. But, yeah, but, yeah, it did uh, prep me so much following you around and understand the back end of the business. What was, what's the best memory of, or what's your memory of the first time you did porn? Memory. <laughs> it was a group, and it was uh, well anticipated. I mean, it's something I always wanted to do that ran through my mind. It was an amateur shoot for a company, and, and it was out in California. And uh, I remember getting everybody together, and I was like, 
what I might be able to do this because it's an amateur shoot. So got there, it was a little cold because uh, we sh shot down in the basement with one guy. It was a gangbang, and I can uh, got through it. So you know, we had a few mishaps on set though. But the first time I can remember that group, everybody getting together and and doing the shoot, and I was actually happy with it. And I thought that was going to be it for me. Like, okay, I've done. Uh, I've got this out of my system. I've got my bucket list checked off. I've done done a porno shoot, and I'm done. So that was my memory. And then what happened? Was it just like a rainfall of people contacting you or? After that, yeah, and I, I, I went to another studio uh, and then I got with them and they were productive here in New York. And then after I did my second shoot, I was wanted by another studio and things start to go. And I still want them to remain anonymous. It's like this, uh, like, because like I don't want to get out here because I'm working here and I, don't, and I want to keep this done. It's fun and I enjoy it because I enjoyed the art of sex. If I didn't enjoy sex, I wouldn't be doing this. And yeah, and then it just, things start pouring and like people start noticing me, knowing me and, and, and it just snowballed. So, and I just, and after that, I just took it and embraced it. Well, you know, your porn life is your porn life. And then you have, you know, you have your stage name and you have right. your regular name. Yeah, that's correct. Um, how did you come about Champ Robinson? <laughs> Uh, honestly, as they uh, that old saying, what they say, yeah, your pet's name <laughs> and your street. Okay, so actually, that's what it was. I, well, my that my, my dog. It was a collie. My his name was Champion, and I loved him. I mean, that was my favorite dog. Wow, uh, growing so, up as a kid. So yes, so that was the way you did it. Okay, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it, it came out right in the road I lived on was Robinson. So and you put it together, and as it was. I would have been Wolf Jackson. <laughs> oh my, maybe I should. Like yeah, that. I know. Maybe I should have uh, yeah. stayed with that. Just uh, Jackson. <laughs> what, uh, from your recollection, what was the worst porn shoot you've ever been on? Like the worst experience that you've had on on set? Me personally on set, I'm trying to think. I really haven't had. I can think right from the top of my brain the worst experience I've had on set. Just maybe, not me per se. Just. Uh, attitudes of some models and not getting the shoot done maybe my worst time but me personally because I'm usually a professional and I usually can get it done and work through anything but yeah my worst time will probably be uh, some clashing of attitudes of some models and we didn't get the scene done at all so yeah that's probably my worst time so what was you've worked at a lot of studios yes um, not talking trash just matter of fact what was your favorite studio to work with other than your own, other than own, a raw foot club. I'm not saying I enjoyed it. I was always welcome, and, and I enjoyed the company and and them asking if I can work with this model. So and and the uh, family atmosphere. So yeah, I enjoyed raw foot club as one of my favorites, and black breeders would be one of my second, and and and, and raw strokes and treasure island. So yeah, those those ones I will go in uh, raw foot club. Black Breeders, Raw Strokes, and Treasure Island. Those are my okay. top four favorite studios. What, um, Besides <clears throat> Buck Chant Robinson, of course. <laughs> what, um, what was one of your worst experiences with a studio? Like what? What studio? Oh, do you want me to give names? <laughs> you can allude. Uh, it's again. It's not to like. It's not to be shady or anything. It's just right. a matter. Hey, look. <clears throat> they might listen to it and say, oh, okay, well, that's messed up. We shouldn't have done that. Exactly. I'm just trying to think from the top of my head. I can't think of really any horrible experience at the worst studio. I, I, the longest studio would be in uh, 
uh, XX. And that, that was a long day and long shoot. Mm-hmm. So that was a long time. And uh, and another one, what was it? I'm trying to think. It was based out in Florida. Uh, uh, let me see. No, that was a good shoot. That wasn't too bad, I was going to say. But yeah, it was just... XX would probably be, yeah, because of the still shots, the moving, the sitting mm. there, and, and that was uh, yeah, that was uh, I've heard long experience. So yeah. yes, <laughs> who is your favorite bottom? <laughs> uh, no questions asked. Um, Rick York is my favorite bottom. Rick York uh, yeah, is your favorite yes, bottom. Yes. Rick, Rick York is your favorite everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is. He just has that thing when I first met him that day. So I'm so glad you introduced us. So yeah, he is yeah. Uh, very much your type. Apparently, yes, he is very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your least favorite bottom? Least favorite bottom. I'm trying to think. Uh... Gosh, I'm trying to think from the top of my brain who's my least. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I've had so many bottoms. I'm trying to think who's my least. <laughs> I may have wiped it out of my memory. <laughs> yeah, see where I am. Uh, right now, I can't think who my least favorite bottom okay. is uh, from the top of my head. Not trying to not skip the question, though. If it comes back <laughs> in my head, I would definitely let you sure, know. Sure, sure. Uh, so who was your favorite top? Right now, today, uh, if I say now, Max will be my favorite top. I love Max. Max Connor. Max Connor is yeah, amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. I <clears> love his. However, work. you've never been topped by Max Connor. Uh, no, I have not. You've I haven't never been, been topped by anyone. You so. haven't been topped. Well, you haven't been topped on camera. <laughs> don't, don't, don't try to call me out. <laughs> come on. You're, you're in a relationship. <laughs> and your point. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> so, speaking of that, um, you will eventually, like everybody's asked, you will. Well, there's this common misconception with you that, oh, Champ Robinson is a top. Mm. He's one of those tops that mm. doesn't suck dick. He's one of those tops. But I've seen it. I've seen you do it. And right. I know you have video of it. Will you top or will you get topped on screen and by who? Yes, my last scene, I will get topped, and the person that's going to top me will be Rick York. Okay. So, yes, letting you know that. Okay. We discussed right. this. I told him when I go out with a bang, he, and he was honored, so he was so flattered. So, okay. and I'm glad to do this. So, guys, get ready for this romantic uh, four-part sequel of the Chant Robinson get bang going out. <laughs> <laughs> On a... On another level, on a, on a more serious level, um, not to say that this isn't serious, but on a, on a level of, of awareness, let's say, right? Um, you are an escort as well. You are a, uh, porn producer, porn director, porn editor, porn everything at this point, right? Um, what's, what's a common problem or what's a, what's something that's really affecting our community in your eyes that you see? It could be, could be drugs. Everybody knows, you know, drugs, it affects you, a lot. Yeah, of- I wasn't going to say that's going to say that's the main thing I see. I never would have known that the certain people in the society and, and walks of life want a party. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, it's all over. I mean, people that you wouldn't even imagine partying and I have, I've never partied and I, and I made it this far and I'm not. And that's what pissed me off about one of my, um, actually followers. Uh, he's like, I know y'all party on set and that 
and I'll usually respond, but that really pissed me off. And I responded to him like, dude, no, I never have and never will. And you shouldn't make an assumption. And he came back and apologized. And, and I thank him for that. But yeah, drugs is a big thing because he's been with some major studios I've worked with. And they were like, do you want this? You want this? And I mean, it was all laid out. And they actually called me boring. And I said, I will be boring <laughs> because I, 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 I mean, I don't knock it if that's what you do. I'm party friendly, but. That's just not me. So that's one of the biggest problems. I, I like to, I like to know what's going on. I like to be aware. I don't like to be in this funk all day and mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, and like many people I've known have gone out and actually they've been, uh, actually drugged and violated and, and they're afraid to tell because of the circumstance of what happened though. And, and myself, when I go, I, I don't usually, I don't, if I'm not, I don't, don't know you. I don't usually drink or eat anything, uh, if we're not acquainted and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm still aware if I do know you because you never know uh, mm-hmm. some people mind. So yeah, I've been fortunate enough to make it this far in the business without it. But like I say, if that's your thing, do it. I I can hang with you, chill with you, but that's just not for me. Just And just to be clear too, because <clears throat> I know that um, there are studios that are accused of, of partying on set. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Alley, Rafa Club, any studio that I've worked with, has never partied on set. We've never, um, we've never invited it. Uh, if the, if somebody comes, if a model has ever come high on set, uh, I've been, I've never been around. Like I'm, I'm not never done hardcore drugs like that, but there was always something off. And whenever it was off mm. and I noticed it done, the scene was done. The person went home because it's it's such a hard thing to work with like it's it's i don't understand how you would think unless it's you know i'm not even saying unless but this person could be the bottom in the scene but why are you going to put everybody else through that yes um if you are not capable of if this is your job and you are not capable of coming in to work and and performing your job without affecting everybody else then you probably shouldn't be doing this. Exactly. And, and that's, that's one of the things. And I know that you don't party on set either. I, I've seen, uh, nip it, nips of, uh, the little alcohol nips that you get for like two or three bucks right. here or there. If people have nerves and, you know, they're first time or something and they take a, a shot, I'm okay with that. Right. I don't think that that's going to affect you that much. If it calms you down, good. Cause it's not easy to fuck on camera. So true. Um, What's one thing that you would want us to know about you, about Champ Robinson, like anybody, like anybody listening to this? What's what makes you not only a gay porn star, but also a human being? I'm a kind, compassionate person beyond the uh, world of what I do. I just like to just, yeah, I'm a normal person. I like to just chill with my friends, hang out, uh, vacation. Um I'm a family-oriented guy, so yeah, it's just it's not all about my dick. Uh, I'm a very per- very intelligent person, so yes, I've used to work government, uh, and so yeah, and I've um and I have a lot of good friends in all walks of life, so yeah, I'm uh, so just get to know me. Don't just think I'm just this dick packing BBC. Person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> British broadcast, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> big fat cock. Yeah, because yeah, that that threw me off when I first heard that at BBC. I'm like, what? What are they talking about? about then like, oh okay i got it now so yes but yeah so yeah just get to know me and uh, and i'm not this stuck up little 
people person that people think I'm. I'm a really laid back guy. So if you see me out, just come speak to me and say hi. I mean, I won't turn you down unless you're cray cray and then we got problems. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to say, uh, from knowing you as long as I have, and you were on set in Rafa Club 2009. So that's 10 years at this point. Um, but also going on productions or having you come along and follow, you are a man who loves his mother, who loves his family. You are, you are very family oriented. I think, like I said, there's, there's a reason why I thought you were one of the nicest people I've come across and, uh, going on shoots and knowing that you're going to be there and you're going to PA has been very comforting because it's lonely when you travel. Yes. When you go to Las Vegas, when you go to Chicago, all of these places are amazing. You go two or three times, but if you go on your own and you have no one to go with, you really, you're not experiencing anything. You're just going there for work and that's fine, but it really is nice to have somebody there and know what, what you're going through or what, what's going on. And, um, you know, it's, I, sometimes I've heard other porn actors or people in the porn industry talk about how lonely it is. It's very, very fun and it looks amazing, but it is. It's lonely. You're right. What people see on camera, that's what they think goes on all day. But no, we have lives and we get depressed and we have our emotions we go through too. Yeah. And you're right. It does get lonely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely like it. And I love when we do travel together because it's much more fun and we can bunk out and chill like old friends. I enjoy that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so is there anything you're doing or anything you're working on now that you want to share with us that um that you think is interesting right now yeah i'm still working on my music um i'm writer i don't i i don't sing i've done a few background chords but i'm still working on that a little choreography with my brother he's the actual singer so i'm trying to get that out and we're still working on that so trying to get this dubé dubé uh dubé uh you know i'm trying to say dubé of the song out so if i can say the word so yeah just watch out for it and he'll be out uh yeah he's uh he's a good guy you're gonna plug him he goes by the name solo uh plug him let's go and what word a plug (laughs) you know what i mean Plug his album, plug his... Yeah, 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 yeah. Plug plug his his <laughs> you know uh, us in the studio, in this line of work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I so, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I managed him, got him through, and tried to get him grounded. Since I've been around and know some aspects of the entertainment business, even though this is porn, but it's still entertainment, it's still, still a business. Yeah, exactly. Still so, business. yeah, I've known people and then get out. So, yeah, and I've actually talked to a few folks and, and, and played a demo here and there. So, once we get that kicked off, so look for us, give us support, and I'll let you guys know what's going on with that. Okay. So, um, Champ Robinson, again, uh, thank you so, so much for uh, coming out here and or letting me come to you, to your hotel room, oh, right? Of and let me set up this uh, dog and pony show on the corner of your bed. Uh, I appreciate it. But I figured, you know, if you're in town, I'd rather get you in person as yes. opposed to calling you and, you know, doing it over the phone because this is only my second one. Exactly. Still learning how to do this. Audio is uh, another beast altogether. True. And uh check out Champ Robinson on his website fuckchamprobinson.com he releases what is it? it's two updates every week it's a warm up where yes. he shows you a little bit of um the scene that's coming up on Friday so yes so yeah join the site fuckchamprobinson.com give me your support you can follow me on twitter at champrobinsonx instagram champrobinson1859 or champrobinson on facebook so that's where i am and also and you know i wouldn't mind coming and sitting with you in your hometown you know i love your city 
Shout out to New Jersey. <laughs> and I won't mention your favorite person. I'll be good on that one. Oh, no. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't. No shade. Come on. Okay. No, I can yeah. talk shit off camera. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on camera. It's not yes. even talking shit. It's, yeah, just, okay. it's just keeping it real. Yeah, you know that. I, yeah, yeah. You, you know. have to. You know how you feel. <laughs> anyway. Um, again, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to Demystifying Gay Porn Podcast. My name is I.K. Grande. And like I said in the beginning, if you watch gay porn uh, in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers. Cheers.